the very core and read Sunday afternoon in November 12th of 2006. I was packing up our grandsons, ages seven, six almost, four, and two almost, into our van, along with my daughter, and we were taking them back from Battendorf to um, Williamsburg, which is the halfway mark between our house and Hankey, where we lived. We were meeting my son, who was um, going to be there in Williamsburg, because he and his wife, Heather, were busy for the weekend cleaning their house, taking out toys, and getting ready for child number five. Child number five is in the room here, so thank you all for being here. We were excited to be able to have the kids with us because they were always such a bundle of joy and have always given us so much pleasure. But when I packed the kids in the car, it was still raining like crazy, and Eric said, would you mind just jumping in the front seat? I got something I gotta tell you. The uh, um, weekend went really well, but when we went to church on Sunday morning, I had this, this sneaky spirit come to me and say, you know, you are going out of town tomorrow, and you probably would rest easier if you invite people who are at church to sign up to help Heather in case of an emergency. So he did. He went around and he asked people to be in charge of picking up the kids from school, um, coming over to the house and playing with the kids that are left behind, being with Heather in case you need a ride to the doctor's office, and even calling Mark and I in case of an emergency and even his co-workers at work. And he also asked someone to be in charge of the whole list and would you call all these people just in case. Well, he went home and he said he hung it up on the refrigerator and he just was so glad now that he could go out of town and not have to worry about it. Well, I told him, well, that was a pretty good idea. He goes, you know what, really it wasn't my idea. It was the Holy Spirit's idea. And he just kind of nudged me and I just did it. So I can't take really any of the credit. Well, at our house, we call it the sneaky spirit because those little nickels we know come from the Holy Spirit. And so we've learned to act on them. And so the next day was Monday. He had a meeting in LaPorte, Indiana, and he was flying commercial. And his co-workers were all going on a private plane. He just didn't want to go on a private plane. <laughs> and so um, he was there. And at 11.30 that Monday night, I got another phone call from his coworker, and his coworker said, I don't want to worry you, but Eric hasn't come home yet. Heather's in the hospital, she's having contractions, and she should be home in a minute. We've got people here to take care of the kids, but we just wanted to let you know that it's very possible Eric might be driving a rental car from LaPorte, Indiana to Hank um, Hank. He says, unfortunately, the plane that the, his co-workers took had crashed right after takeoff in LaPorte. He was uh, wanting to get home to be with his wife, and so Mark and I both thought it's very possible he could be driving. So we turned on the porch light. We sat and prayed, and we prayed and we prayed some more. Well, at 3.30, I got a call from the coroner's office in Indiana. And he said, we found Eric's backpack in his wallet at the plane wreckage site. And so at that moment, we knew that Eric had died. 
It was a strange feeling knowing that your 31-year-old son was not going to be there to experience his daughter's birth, and he didn't even know it was going to be a daughter. It changed everything. But my first thought was to thank the coroner. I thanked him for calling and letting us know, because the waiting was really hard, and not knowing was horrible. I told the coroner, I said, you know, you must, you must have a horrible job to have to call and tell people these things. But I thank you for calling. Well, we knew that the next thing we had to do was to pack up our bags and head to Anthony. We ended up going to Heather's house right away. And when we got there, there were cars in the driveway and all over. There were lots of people there caring for Heather and the kids. And um, we knew that Tuesday that we were going to be very busy. Um, we had lots of neighbors bringing food, lots of people coming over. The amazing love of her church family was there for us and cared for us amazingly. Well, Heather's insurance agent was coming over that afternoon, right away, and said to get out some paper. So she went downstairs, and in her fire box in the basement, she pulled out these papers, and a DVD slid to the floor. She looked at this DVD, and it said, Eric's last words on it. My son, again, another surprise, he had recorded his dream that he had had on July 23rd, four months earlier. He had put this DVD in the safety deposit box so that in case anything happened to him, we would all be able to benefit from what he had, had given to him in the stream. So we put the DVD into the player, his uh, computer, that was on the kitchen table. And the first words, here's my son sitting in the toilet, his first words are, hello everybody, if you're listening to this, something bad has happened to me. He said, I woke up early this morning and I had this amazing dream. It was like the Holy Spirit was telling me all kinds of information, things that I knew that I needed to tell my family. And since he is a child of action, he went down to the toilet, sat down, and started recording his thoughts on this computer. Of course, the first thing he said was, don't worry, I'm not buying a dime right away. <laughs> he said, in fact, if I'm old and the kids have all left the house, we're going to throw this DVD out and I'm show it to anybody. But here we were watching this. He says, you know, I just feel like these words from the Holy Spirit were so important. They must have been divinely inspired. So he started in for 38 minutes telling us these things. He told his brothers, they have to move back from Tucson, to be there, to be role models for his boys. He told his sister that she needs to read the Bible six times from front to back and be the spiritual mentor for these kids. They have all been there for these kids. He told Mark and I that we needed to move to Ankeny and be there for the kids. Well, it took us 10 years, but countless trips back and forth to be there for concerts and music festivals and all kinds of activities. So here we are, watching this video. One of the things that I felt in the midst of our my sadness was how proud I was of him for witnessing to us in this way.
He said at the end of the DVD, if you find someone who doubts that there is a God, show them this. Witness to them. Because I can prove that there is a God. God talked to me, I acted, and this is my proof. Well, the next, next day or two follows all the activities that we have to do. We went to the celebration of life ceremony. And while we were there, we were surrounded by hundreds, literally, of townspeople that are making Our friends came over from Bettendorf. We had so many family members. And it was truly a celebration. In the midst of all of that sadness, we felt supported and loved, which can only come from God. We know that. There was one couple that walked in, and I saw them right away. And they had been talking, they said, all the way over from Bettendorf, that if it hadn't been for Eric's death, they would probably get divorced. But they decided that, you know, it's worth it. Life is precious. Their kids are worth having two parents. And so they told me that they were recommitting their life, their marriage, and they were going to save it because of Eric. And his wife looked at me and said, I hate to say this, but if it hadn't been for Eric's stuff, we probably would be getting divorced. The first thing that came to my mind was Psalms 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In the midst of my sadness, I could see joy, and I could share it with others and be happy for them. It was a blessing for God. And I knew that Eric was right on the side of me going, good job, Mom. Encouraging. Well, at the end of the video, he had us all say the Lord's Prayer together. And it was such a blessing. <clears throat> One thing that I have come to learn over the last 12 years, because it's been that long now, is that God is always with us. God is always with me. My faith has grown dramatically. I've learned to lean into those sad and hard times. And I know there is one thing that I will never be able to dispute. 